G'day and welcome back to the My Peak Podcast, home of holistic development, and we are very excited to be here today. Brownie, how are you traveling, mate? Good. Good morning, Cameron. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon to those listening. Thanks for joining us. We love having people here listening to Cam and I rattle off some holistic development topics, and this one's a one that we hold pretty closely to us, one that we've worked on uh, pretty consistently over the last couple of years and one that we're really excited to bring some information for you guys today. Yeah, it's a very good episode. We're going to talk about mindfulness today. So this is relatively new in modern day, well, basically sport in general, but in, in particular cricket. It's a topic that got introduced to us probably a similar time to my peak starting up when we got lucky enough to meet Mitchie Woods, our mental and emotional coach here at my peak as well. So today's topic is very exciting because we believe that moving forward, what we talk about today, what is now probably something a little bit different to what a lot of other people are doing, moving forward, it's going to be common practice, just like it is when you jump in the gym to get physically stronger. Mindfulness is going to be something we're practicing to make our mental game stronger as well. That's a really good point. I love how you identify how important strength and conditioning is. And I agree 100% with Cam around how this meditation and this mindfulness practice will become just as important as, or not that it isn't important now, but people will become more aware of the importance and, and highlight it to be just as important as that strength and conditioning and nutrition area. So really excited to jump into this one. And I'm sure most of you have heard about mindfulness before and meditation, and you probably hear you know, some health coaches online or maybe some of your teammates or people you've got in your life talk about meditation. You might have dabbled in it, but today, hopefully, you can walk away from this episode with a little bit more understanding on what you can do practically to implement some meditation into your world and into your routine, and then have a bit of an idea around how it's going to help you, the your why behind the meditation. Yeah, I like that. So before we kick off, if you're sitting there going, what on earth are they talking about? What is mindfulness? So the nuts and bolts of mindfulness is just bringing your attention to the present moment. So whatever it is you're thinking about, if you're mindful, you're going to now focus your attention to what is happening right here, right now. So for a lot of you, hopefully you're being mindful right now and you might be a little bit distracted in the car, going for a walk, doing some homework or whatever it is. You can practice mindfulness right now by bringing your attention to the present moment and trying to absorb the information we're going to give you today. And that's how we're going to start. We're going to start with an activity for everyone, where you are, whatever you're doing. Don't close your eyes if you're driving. Just stay nice and still. And we're going to rattle <laughs> off a couple of gratefuls, something that'll just bring you into a great frame of mind, ready to listen to this podcast and something that will bring you back into the now. So if you're worrying about something that's already happened or you're anxious about something that's about to happen, let's let go of that and let's uh, think of a couple of things we're grateful of. I'll start us off and I'm really grateful for spending some more time outside. The weather of late has been fantastic. It's allowed us to get outdoors. Um, it's allowed us to be out in the garden a bit more, down the beach a little bit more, going for walks. So just being outdoors in nature, I'm really grateful for that and, and just pumped that this weather is allowing, allowing us to do it more consistently. Yeah, I'm going to go off the back of that actually, Brownie, and I'm going to be, well, I am very grateful for the heat. We've had a couple of hot days and we're basically a quarter or even more quarter of the way through cricket season. It doesn't really feel like summer has hit, but the last few days has been a reminder that summer is just around the corner and we're excited 
because cricket has been rolling on for a while, but now finally the cricket season really feels like it's coming with summer and the big bash just around the corner. Summer, summer, summer. Is there a bet? Better time of year? Probably not. I agree. All right, so Cam has given us the what. What mindfulness is now we're going to move into the why. Yeah, awesome. So the first thing we're going to talk about is obviously we just said mindfulness is focusing on the present moment. So we go through life and day-to-day activities and week-to-week activities and we're constantly thinking about all different things. A lot of the time we are actually thinking about things that might have happened in the past or might have happened in the future. And we can relate this directly to your performance in cricket as well. So if you're thinking about things that happened in the past, often you might be thinking about things and you're feeling a bit guilty or maybe you're regretting something that happened. And again, you can think about this in life or in cricket. You often regret a shot you might have played the ball before. Mm, Been there, done that. (laughs) And even if you're not out, you might have survived, it might have landed safe. Your thoughts are still heavily focused on a shot that you just regretted making. Or perhaps you feel a bit ashamed. It might have been a decision in life. Or it could be a decision in your preparation for cricket. Perhaps it's something that you did the night before. Or something is some, sometimes it's something you did not do the night before. And you're constantly thinking about these things that have already happened. So your mind is living in the past. Or on the flip side, you might be thinking about things in the future. So you might be worried about the next ball that's coming up or the next over or a fast bowler or they might have a really good spinner coming on or you might be thinking about something that's going to be next week. You've got an assignment due. You haven't done your homework, whatever the case may be. Often these things are going to make you feel nervous. They're going to give you anxiety. They're going to be something that you might be fearful of that's coming up in the future. So often our mind is thinking about these things in the past or in the future And it distracts us from the very thing about mindfulness, and that is living in the present moment. So good. And what's great about this is we're going to do these things. We're going to think about the past. We're going to think about the future. So there's no point in you just saying, oh, well, if I just don't do that, then I'll be fine. Because unfortunately, we're human. We're going to make these mistakes. We're going to do things that we regret and feel shame towards. But what we're here to do now is provide you with a tool of mindfulness and tools for meditation that when these things do come up and you do make these mistakes, because we all do, that it's not just a write-off. Oh, well, can't perform this week because I've done X, Y, Z or I didn't do X, Y, Z. No, I've now got the tools to be able to help me get back into the right mind frame. Yeah, so if we are living in the present moment, which is being mindful, Let's think about some of the things that could happen. So if we are living in the moment, it's going to allow us to take in a lot more information. So if you apply that to cricket, if you're living in the moment in between balls, think about how much information is out there on offer for you to absorb and make yourself a better, either better cricketer or just better for the next ball. It's a good point. Often we allow mistakes to dictate how we're feeling rather than the mistake. You know, if we're not out, then it's not an issue. If we've we're bowling, of course, it's not the issue. We get more balls, but rather than focusing on the mistake, focus on the information that you've learned and staying present is so important because then you can actually get better rather than just beating yourself up in that moment. Yeah, something else leading off the back of that is it's going to allow us to make better choices or better decisions out in the middle or 
doesn't have to be out in the middle. It could be weighed into bat, could be the night before, like we said. It could be months out. If we're living in the present moment, we're taking in the information that's required and that's going to allow us to make the decision that we want to at the point in time rather than a decision that's off based off fear of something that's coming up. Perhaps there's a good bowler coming up and in the present moment you're going, I've got to slog this bloke, get some runs here because when this bloke comes on the bowl, I'm going to be in trouble. Or it could be the other way around. You're thinking about something that happened in the past. I've just got dropped playing this shot, which means I can't play that shot again. So your decision-making for the next ball is influenced on what has happened rather than thinking about the present moment and making the best decision for that ball that's coming up. It's good, and I think often in the game of cricket, we talk a lot about the past, dwelling on a bad shot, dwelling on a mistake, but we probably don't often enough talk about how much we actually think about the future. Constantly, how am I going to face this bowler? How am I going to operate in this position? It's great to have a game plan, but it's better to be in the moment. You know, you obviously plan uh, or expect the... uh, What's the saying here? Plan for the worst, but expect the best. So you've got a plan in place if things don't go perfectly, but you're expecting things to go um, obviously towards your plan and staying in that moment, taking that information will allow you to sort of go on the bounce. You know, you don't want to have something set in stone that you've uh, put in the future. You're trying to almost read the game too much and that allows you not to take in that information, not to learn on the bounce and, and then not to be in the moment because you're so focused on what you're about to do rather than what you are doing in that moment. Yeah, and that's all part of the game plan. We're not telling you to not think about the future at times or learn from the past. Game plans are built all around this and the players that do it really well are the ones that do the things well at that present moment in time, which is going to allow them to be, it's just a small part of the big process. And if you're taking in the information, you're making better decisions, that's going to help your game plan. And whatever you do against this bowl or whatever ball you bowl against that banner, it's all a part of a big plan. It's not, you can't just win games of cricket in one ball. It takes ball after ball, game plan after game plan. And ultimately at the end of the day, you're going to come out in front. Bloody beautiful, I say. Mm. The other thing I want to touch on is uh, not so much uh, in terms of game plan, but things that happen while you're waiting, the anticipation to go and do something, waiting to bat, waiting to bowl, whatever it might be. This is often a part where we start to play out how the game, we think it might go. Not our game plan, but how we're thinking, oh, this bowler's bowling really well, you know. I actually don't face outswing that well, the, the ball swinging heaps, or this leggy's got a really good wrong, and I actually don't face the wrong in that well. I'm a bit nervous about getting hit on the pad here. So Guilty. This happens so often, uh, you know, um, I, don't, I really want someone to take a wicket because I don't want to come on and have to bowl to this guy. You know, things that we've probably always thought about this is another really important time where mindfulness is so crucial and I can't wait to dive into other practical ways to help you guys out because this is, like we said, these things are going to happen. Uh, we're not expecting you to not think about these things and just be perfect, but what we expect you to do is hopefully utilize some of these tools we're about to give you today. Yeah, just before we jump into the tools, something else I want to talk about is we want, like we said, mindfulness is all about the present moment and that's focusing and having our attention on the present moment something that i learned not long ago that stuck with me is that our attention actually influences our perception so the way we perceive things has a big um, factor of that is what we're actually focusing on so you see a lot of things where there might be one image up on a screen and you might have a couple of different people seeing different things it's whatever you're focusing on that's going to be the way you perceive it. 
So if we can apply that to cricket, think about how many times in cricket the things that you are focusing on are going to have a big influence on your perception. Say from a batter's point of view, if that's a bowler, say in the lead up to the game, everyone said this is a very fast bowler. He's the quickest bowler in the age group. He's taken this many wickets. You might be only focused on the bowler's pace. And often, if they do get you out, it might not actually be the pace that gets you out. But because you are, all you were focusing on is how fast they bowl, that's what you are focused on and that's what you perceived and that was where your downfall ultimately happened. So that's just one specific. You can apply that when you're fielding. What you're focusing on, on the batter, on the bowler, on the fielders around you, on the captain, while you're waiting to bat, what information you're going to absorb. Think about how much your attention and what you're focusing on is going to play a role in how you perceive that information to be true to you. I like that. So many ways you can make this practical. I love to think from a bowling point of view, how often do you hear the coach or your captain or some other people out on the field saying, oh, make sure we don't bowl to this bloke's cut shot. Let's make sure we don't bowl short to this bloke. We're giving so much information around not what to bowl, um, but sort of that information that we can't implement um, well. Where can we bowl? What can we do here? Now you're always worried about not bowling somewhere. Your your attention is on this person's pull shot or on this short ball or wherever it might be, and you're missing out on opportunities to be better. You're missing out on opportunities uh, to read the game because you're constantly trying to stay away from one thing or you're focusing on one thing. And then all you're seeing is that environment take place. You're not actually putting yourself in a moment of reality. you always got the ifs and the buts and the don'ts rather than, well, what can I implement? What can I do? Yeah, awesome. Very good. All right, that's a good uh, summary of many reasons why we believe mindfulness is important for you to implement into your game and your life in general for that matter in order to be bringing your awareness to the present moment and allowing you to take in the information and make good positive decisions moving forward. All right, tool number one, and we've spoken about this already, but now we're going to give you some practical ways to be better at it is daily meditation. The first thing we're going to focus on with that is a bit of consistency. You're better, as I've said before on the podcast, to get in shallow water every day than deep water once a week. And this is a really uh, great analogy when it comes to meditation. Spend three, four or five minutes Um, each day rather than 20 minutes on a Sunday or a Saturday before the game. That way, you're going to have some runs under your belt. You're going to have the habit build. The routine's going to be getting there. This is just the best way to start. You're three, four, five minutes each and every day, feeling like you're ticking it off. You're actually building some momentum. Before you know it, you're going to start to get better. You can up that four or five minutes to six or seven, uh, six or seven to 10 minutes, and so on and so forth. Rather than struggle for 20 minutes, once a day on a Saturday before you go out and battle bowl, getting shallow, uh, getting in shallow water every day is going to be much better for you long term. Yeah, and the meditation is just sitting down and being able to focus on one thing and one thing alone for a period of time. So like we said, mindfulness is bringing your thoughts back to the present moment. So during your meditation, there's obviously lots of types of meditation, but let's just talk about like if you're focusing on your breath, So you might be sitting down for five, 10 minutes, or even if it's two minutes. And during that time, ultimately your mind's gonna start to wander. You might be thinking about noises you're hearing, thinking about tasks or events that are coming up. It's in those moments that you need to be able to bring your attention and your awareness back to your breath. And simply by bringing your attention back to your breath, that's the process of practicing mindfulness. Like we said in a game of cricket, you're getting distracted by all this Uh, information that's out there 
things that happened in the past, things in the future, and we want to bring our attention back to the present moment. So every time we sit down and do this meditation, we're actually practicing mindfulness. Yeah, choose progression, not perfection. So often we look for the perfect time to start, the perfect environment to be in, perfect time of the day. Rather than beating yourself up perfection, try and get a little bit of progression. You might have a few minutes spare here, a few minutes spare there. Sit down and use those few minutes to meditate. Start to build some runs on the board, a little bit of consistency, bit of routine, bit of accountability, bit of momentum, and all of a sudden, um, you actually start to get so much better at it and you push closer to that perfect meditation. You'll never get there, um, but don't beat yourself up looking for it so early on. Yeah, absolutely. It's just because you do 10 minutes a day, say for the guide we give our my peak athletes, doesn't mean it has to be 10 minutes in a chunk, one block a day. You could do two minutes here, three minutes there. At the end of the day, you've done your 10 minutes. And especially if this is something new to you and you haven't done it before, it's going to be a lot easier just to fill in time here, fill in time there, in the car, on the way home. At the end of the day, you've still done your 10 minutes and over time, you'll get better and better at it. And it's just like anything, like we said earlier, it's a skill. The better you get at it, the easier it becomes to do it for longer periods of times moving forward. The second tip we have today for better mindfulness is attention and more importantly, kind attention. This actually works really well um, with our uh, teamwork podcast as well because it speaks about what we can do in the moment to be kind to ourselves but also be kind to those around us. So that kind attention to us just allows us to bring back one, those positive vibes which is super important, changing our body language uh, which is going to change our mindset, uh, which is going to change our performance hopefully for the better. Um, having that positive self-talk in the moment it's so easy to give ourselves negative feedback but we want to try and change that attention to a kind attention and when we can be mindful around that kind attention it brings us back into the present we can catch ourselves like we do in a meditation when our minds wander we bring it back so when we're feeling or being negative towards ourselves, because we practice our meditation every day we grab ourselves we bring our back self to kind attention stop being so negative don't use those words towards ourselves, and let's start to look at the positives yeah, like we just spoke about, our attention leads to our perception. So if we're focusing on the negative, then that's what we're going to perceive and that's what we're going to demonstrate with our actions as well. It's often you see a lot of good cricketers. If you think about a lot of the best battles or bowlers, think about their body language. Your body language is a reflection of how you're talking to yourself. If you're talking to yourself negatively, then you're going to display that with your body language. But if you're talking to yourself positively, then that's going to lead to good body language, positive body language. And like if you see, even at your level, whatever level cricket you play, when the best batter or the best bowler comes on the bowl, they have this sense of awe about them that's different to everyone else. And often mm. it's the body language that plays a big factor in that, that feeling that they create when they grab the ball, when they walk out to bat. I like that. And then we also want to try and grab our attention again when we find ourselves being negative towards others and this is a great time where because we're practicing we know we can grab ourselves and bring ourselves back to this kind attention what can you say to your teammates and those around you that are going to help everyone bring their attention back into the now for something positive you know we spend a lot of time in the now with criticism how can we spend time in the now with people that are doing things really well right now i love how you're backing up that ball geez he's running well between the wickets at the moment or oh, you know that calling is 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 so great it's, it's so loud and clear whatever people are doing 
Try and be positive around it in the moment, bringing everyone's attention to something good in the now. And that's where that kind of attention to others can be really beneficial. Yeah, I really like that one. It's such a simple one that doesn't take a lot of time or energy. But as Brownie said, it can make a big difference to making sure everyone's mindful of the present moment. The last one we can do for kind attention is kind attention to the environment around us. Mm. And that's simply just looking around you and trying to find things that are positive around you, things that you like. Fresh cut grass, you're playing on an awesome field this Sunday for rep cricket. Uh, you, maybe you're playing near Manly or North Sydney or Coogee and you've got the beach right around the corner. Maybe you can smell, I don't know if you're into coffee, but the fresh coffee <laughs> roasted across the road. Bringing yourself into an environment and finding the positives in it. Okay, This comes back to a really good form of meditation that we practice, which is the five senses meditation. But this one here is just a super important way to, okay, what do I love that's happening now? What can I... What can I see around me that's I'm really enjoying? That's making me feel good. Again, you're you're getting your mindset in a positive frame, and there comes your body language, and then you know, eventually there comes your performance. Yeah, it's a very good one. You can think about many times when, as growing up, you got to play on the best field in the area, and how different your well everything, your self talk, your body language, your mindset so was. The challenge we're trying to give you, or not challenge, we don't think it's a challenge at all, but what we want to try and get you to do is to see these things, even if it's perhaps the worst ground that you don't like to play on. Try and pick out these things, bring your attention to the things that are positive at that ground, Mm. and that's going to try and hopefully put you into the same mindset regardless of where you are playing. And to start off with, it will be a little bit more challenging. Mm. Obviously, if you're playing at a ground you traditionally didn't like compared to you did like but over time if you can start to pick out the little things at this ground then over a longer period of time that's where you're going to start to see a bit more mindfulness in the moment i love it too and i would encourage people to try and be brave around this to vocalize what they're enjoying whether that be about the environment about others um you know even about yourself you know humbly try and vocalize these things allow it to be infectious for the team you watch, there might be some resistance early, but over time, I think this is going to be a really great way to create that positive and that mindfulness, not just for yourself, but everyone in that team, everyone around you. And you watch the environment, the energy start to uplift because everyone's starting to see things they really enjoy in others, in themselves and the environment. And then everyone's performance will be on the same page. Yeah, be the one to change the environment. If everyone else is going to, if everyone else does it, it's going to make it easier for you. So be the one that's brave enough to start the movement, to start the kind attention to others and the environment. And then off the back of that, they get involved. It's going to make it a lot easier for you as well. So it's a win by helping others and it's a win by them unintentionally or intentionally helping you again. Love it. Last one we've got is to help you be more mindful is body scanning. Now, body scanning is one that's Um, for you and you only something that's really internal to bring yourself back to the now and it's basically just going through um, how you're feeling in the moment being more aware of what your body's doing how it's feeling what you might need um, to do for your body to perform better whether that's taking a a small rest break for breathing or you know whether it's fueling whether it's hydration whether it's stretching whether I really need to do some more strength and conditioning work. It's, it's being more aware of how your body feels in certain parts of the game. And when you're being aware of how your body feels now, again, you bring yourself back to the present moment, which is helping with your mindfulness. So you know, you're probably going from your, 
your top of your head down to your toes, how you're feeling all around your body. Do you need to bring attention to anywhere specifically? Does anything need a little bit of extra attention? Um, and then once you've done your physical element, you can go more mental. How am I feeling between the ears? What can I do to get to that uh, optimal performance way of thinking? How am I feeling inside my body? You know, how are my lungs feeling, stomach, muscles, whatever it might be. Um, when you do this, not only does it give you some really good information, resources to go um, back to uh, during the week to help yourself uh, physically and mentally, but it's also bringing you straight back into the now when you're thinking about how you're feeling now, and it just allows you not to be wandering to past and future. Yeah, I like to think of this one as like it can be the snowball effect. If you start the body scanning and thinking about how your body, mind, whatever it is, feels in the moment, that can be the snowball effect to lead to other things that are happening in the moment. You might start focusing on whatever it is. It might be your lungs start burning. You've just run three and now you're thinking about that and that's the present moment then that might lead you to thinking about, okay, I've just hit two balls into the gap here and then, okay, the bowler's bowled this ball. So it can just be a little bit of a snowball effect where one thing that you're thinking about in the present moment is going to put you in a positive mindset in the present moment to move forward and take in more information that's out there in front of you. The best thing you can do with body scanning is to show acceptance, not judgment. Accept how you feel. Don't judge how you feel. Mm. Again, take the positive spin on it. As soon as you start judging, you go back to that negative self-talk. And we're talking about kind attention, you know. Try and find the positives. Gee, you know what? My, my legs are heavy. My lungs are burning. It's an opportunity for me to probably get fitter during the week and then imagine how much better I'm going to be then. So try and find those positive things to think about when you when you do your body scanning and you find something that, that maybe isn't perfect or exactly how you want it. Uh, you still got to show kind attention, okay? Make sure you're working on showing that kind of attention for your mind frame, your body language. And as we keep saying, that's going to lead to your performance. Yeah, awesome. Well, that that sums up our three tools for you to go out there right now and try and develop a bit more mindfulness. So the first one is the meditation. The second one is the kind attention. And the third one is the body scanning. We encourage you to implement these in your preparation for game day, on game day, during the game, in between balls, in between overs, in between innings breaks, at drinks breaks. Think about all of these different moments that allows you to become more mindful, bring your attention to the present moment, and how much that's going to influence your performance, your teammates' performance, and the team as a whole. That's excellent. I think the last thing to touch on is if you are new to meditation and and new to mindfulness, I would try and find an audio that helps you meditate, something that you can focus on rather than going in at it alone. Create yourself an environment where it's a little bit easier to meditate. There's not as many distractions around you. If you have a really great audio that runs for five, seven, 10 minutes, um, it's something that's going to help you push through the process and keep you accountable too. Yeah, and the Mind Peak athletes out there are lucky enough to have the Mitchie Woods audio available to you every week Thanks, on Mitchie. the Summit Series. So use that as your accountability chuck that into your ears it's going to help you a meditate better but b have that accountability to start the meditation as well if meditation is something that you really want to prioritize and really want to get better at we do have the summit series here at my peak and it's a perfect way for you to get involved in a community and an environment to keep each other accountable one that's always looking to get better and improve and meditation and mindfulness is just one of our topics so There's plenty of holistic topics on our summit series, but if you're keen to dive into meditation and everything that comes with it, figuring out your why, your values, 
and then getting better at better at all types of different meditation please reach out it's here for you guys to use and we can't wait to see heaps of people meditating on game day during the week and hearing about your feedback around mindfulness and meditation yeah awesome thanks for joining us today on the my peak podcast and we'll catch you next time